Yo, what's up, guys? We're back with another episode. Episode two, guys. We made it. Another episode. Um, and this episode is going to be on prayer. Um, I'm CJ. Uh, I'm Tyler. And yeah, as he said, it is going to be on prayer. Yeah. Um, this is the second episode of Couch Christians. Let's go. Yes, sir. All right. Um, so do you just want to jump right on into this? Like, Get right into it. So kind of like, what's like, you know like prayer so what do you find most difficult about praying to god yeah definitely um i think what's most difficult is just like honestly i feel like it's not an answered question right away you know like when i'm getting in the word when i'm like reading my bible you know when i'm talking to people i just get like that instant feedback you know and right away i get the answer you know and I think what that's one of the most difficult things, honestly, just like trying to just be patient, you know, um, and like I read my Bible almost every day and I don't pray almost every day. So like it's not, you know, I pray like, you know, I'll pray here and there, but like it's like, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's just mostly like I'm not getting an answer right away. Yeah. So, yeah. I I know what you I know what you're saying. Um, but I, what I find most difficult about prayer is the confession piece, you know, um, because we actually got on this topic today in Sunday school where we were talking about social media and <clears throat> confession. And most of the time, like confession and like com- like confessing that you're wrong and stuff is some of the most hardest things to do as a person. And so like whenever I am praying, I feel like confession is kind of like the hardest thing for me to do is to confess but like yeah, when i'm but when i'm praying to god and i know that i'm just praying to god um i can confess more because i know that he, it's not going to leave anywhere and it's just like to him and yeah so i enjoyed what you were saying about um <clears throat> um the hardest part being to not getting an answer you yeah. know, right away. Yeah, to not get an answer right away. And yeah. I feel like I feel like most people expect that is that like you pray and like you receive that answer immediately. Yeah. But that's not that's not how it works. God, exactly. if you pray, God's gonna work and mm-hmm. he's gonna do his work and Definitely. it's gonna take time. Yeah. <clears throat> and also I feel like another issue that people mostly have with praying is that they um see god as like almost like a genie you know where like they they pray and they're like you know i want this god i want this i want that i want this and that's not how it works yeah and i think you know in a culture so like you know i put in this you know i get this you know Mm -hmm. i think that's almost expected you know and it's like you know i do that all the time you know like i uh you know i i want to go get some ice cream you know that's gonna make me feel good boom like just like that like instant like mm-hmm. feedback you know yeah like you're driving your car you want to go somewhere mm-hmm. you go you know you just don't wait you know so i think that's interesting it's just like it's so hard to wait you know um and it's just yeah it's hard but, yeah and i feel like i feel like the usage of internet has kind of like brought that upon us nowadays you know because yeah like if you look at it there's like the statistics show that people have less of a time like less of a um attention span yeah um like some people even have less of an attention span of a goldfish you know 
and that's crazy yeah. is that because as we're sitting there sometimes people just sit there and scroll on tiktok yeah. forever and they they just it because that video is only a couple of seconds long or like a minute long mm-hmm. and they just scroll scroll yeah. scroll and so i feel like trying to pay attention is harder yeah definitely yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, because things took like, you know, in the Bible, you know, you see, you know, you see people right away, you know, it's like, you know, you're reading this story in the Bible and it's like, you know, instantly they did this. But no, like it took a while, you know, um, I think Jesus didn't even start his ministry till he was, what, 30? Something like that. I mean, even Noah's Ark, yeah. you know, but. So it's like, you know, and I, I think that's cool, you know, the story of Noah's Ark is really cool, you know, because he's sitting here, you know, and he's sitting here for months, you know, and. And God, God finally, um, I'm actually just going to pull it up. Yeah, you know, he he sits there, he sits there, you know, he's kind of praying to God. He's like, God, God, what's going to happen? God, God, tell me. He's sitting there and he's praying. He's praying, you know. Um, Yeah. And yeah, I feel like, I feel like most people find like that's some of the most difficult stuff to talk about. Yeah, I think it's like waiting, you know, and, you know, it's just like, it's so hard to wait, honestly, and it's so hard to just be patient, you know, I think in the culture that is so like fast paced, you know, and get everything, go everywhere, you know, Uh, I'm pulling up my Bible app right now, you know, I just (laughs) want that instant thing, you know. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it's just interesting, you know, to just slow down. Um, mm-hmm. and just really be with the Lord in prayer. Um, and it's, it's really interesting because, so basically it says for 40 days, um, the flood waters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters grew higher and higher above the sea, the boat floated safely on the surface. So basically they get in this boat and they're doing everything, you know, um, and so the earth was covered for 150 days. Then God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth, and the floodwaters began to recede. The underground water stopped flowing, and the tor- tornadoes rain, I probably said that wrong, from the sky were stopped. So the floodwaters gradually recede from the earth after 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood had begun. But came to rest on the mountains of Era. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountains' peaks became visible. Another forty days. I mean, forty days. Noah waited forty days. Noah opened the the window he made in the boat, and he released the, a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the floodwaters and the earth had dried up. He also released the dove to see if the water had receded and could find final ground. But the dove couldn't find no place, so he sent all these animals out. Um, and he waited another seven days. He released the dub again, um, and it re- it returned with an olive leaf. And then Noah knew the floodwaters were almost gone. He waited another seven days and then released the dub again. This time it didn't come back. Now Noah was six hundred years old, six hundred one years old. The first day of the new year. Then ten enough months after the flood began, the floodwaters had almost dried up the earth. Now Noah lifted back the covering of the earth, back the covering of the ark, and saw the surface of the ground and dry. Two months went by, and at last the earth was dry. And God said to Noah, leave your boat, all of you, and your wives, and your sons, and release all the animals. But it's crazy because, you know, I know that was a long story, but basically, you know, 
he is waiting on the Lord for the Lord to speak, you know. You know, he can send all these things, he can do all these things, you know, and it and it seems like it's physically possible to get on back on the earth. But Noah is waiting on the Lord, and that's what brought him onto the ship. So I think he kind of realizes in this moment, you know, I got saved from all these people, and I got enough already faith, mm-hmm. so I might as well just wait on the Lord for me for to release me, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, I and yeah, he he was also, you know, he prayed, he prayed the Lord, um, asking, you know, yeah, um, and it just took that was the biggest thing is that he had to wait noah had to wait on the lord yeah and that's and that's like the probably one of the most difficult things to do with prayer is to wait yeah it's to wait yeah i think it's like you know waiting like you know like i said it's just so hard you know because we want i don't know it's just it's hard um it's really really hard to do Mm -hmm. so um yeah what I else want, you get for us? I wanted to talk about motives. You know, I think that's a big thing in mm-hmm. prayer. Yeah, um, yeah, something that I want to talk about. You know, um, I also feel like that's also very difficult. Yeah. Um, so, in James four three, it says, "Even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are wrong. You want only what you give, what you what you give your pleasure." So, I don't know. I just think that's really interesting. You know. Yeah, yeah, I find, like, back to what I was saying earlier, that, like, some people see God as, like, a genie, you know, mm-hmm. and that's their motive. Their motive is that want, yeah. and that's what they want, yeah. and their motive is wrong, so that's that's not, like, a good way to pray, you know? If your motive's wrong, if your heart's wrong, and if you're not in the right place, yeah, that's a bad way to pray. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's just, like, you know, it's a, I don't know, it's a relationship, but it's a walk, you know, um, and we're not going to get through this without prayer, you know, and mm-hmm. I think it's so important, you know, Jesus would go and pray, you know, he'd go and pray, he'd go and pray, you know, yeah, and like, you know, this is the son of God, he didn't have to pray, but he set an example, you know, so I think it's crazy, you know, that that shows our crucial need, you know, some of the things that Jesus did when he was on earth shows the crucial need for those things, you know, yeah. he didn't do everything, you know. But he did some things that were very important, you know. So mm-hmm. I just think it's like cool, you know. And I feel like showing that like prayer is like no not necessarily it's not really the only way to talk to God, but if you wanna like speak with God, you know, you can look at God's word in the Bible. Yeah. That's that's one way you can hear God. But you can also speak to God. Yeah. And the through prayer and that's the biggest thing. Yeah, definitely. Let's go on the next question. Um, how can you move away from a uh, lost or orphan mindset towards the mindset of a son in your prayers? So, yeah, kind of so, just like... Oh, no, I feel like we should define an orphan mindset. Yeah, so All right. it says many people have an orphan mindset, um, meaning that they see God as a passive or evil father. So I feel like kind of what that means is that, like, they they see God as, like, mean or not really there yeah because because they're not they don't have that patience waiting on their prayer yeah and i don't you yeah know, i'll, I'll uh-huh. be the first to say that you know i don't have yeah. the prayer you know uh patience sometimes mm-hmm. to wait on that prayer you know um i think it's just interesting you know they kind of uh we're, we're going off a little study right now but yeah. you know it's interesting you know the orphan mindset um you know so i just think it's like it's hard you know because we are orphans but we're adopted by god you know yeah so 
yeah, we are children of God. Yeah, we're not really uh, orphan, you know. Yeah, but, we're adopted. You know, yes. we're not. Yeah, you know, but yeah, um, but yeah. So how can you move away from the lost mindset towards the mindset of a son in your prayers? So I feel like for me, I feel like being just more of that like patient guy. You know, just trying to sit back and like be God. You do your work. Yeah, you definitely. do your work. You know. Um, sometimes I'm, I'm praying and I'm like, God, I want this now. Yeah. I need this now. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like just sitting back more and just being like, God, I'm going to pray for this and you do your work. And if it's part of my plan, my plan that you have for me, yeah, I know it's going to happen. And if it's not, it's not. And you know, yeah. And I think like, you know, you, we as a son, you know, I trust my dad, you know, that he'll provide, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's interesting, you know, because, like, you know, why don't we trust God that much, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I trust my dad that he, when I used to, you know, when I when he used to wake me up, I trusted he would wake me up. You know, I would yeah. sit up all night and be like, oh, is he really going to wake me up? You know, there, there was no mm-hmm. doubt in my mind. I trust yeah. my dad to drive me places, you know. I trust yeah. my dad to pick me up, you know. So it's like, you know, if we start thinking of God like that, it will change our mindset, you know, on prayer because we need to talk to this guy, you know. I want to talk to this guy, you know um but yeah yeah you know i feel like if we if we um trust god like we trust our own parents and how we put our own faith in our own parents or guardian you know i feel like that will increase like increase our relationship with god Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's that's the biggest thing in prayer is that you kind of just have to trust god yeah and yeah yeah i think it's like you know I think another thing I want to talk about is like finding that time, you know, to pray. Um, I think that's one of the most important things in prayer, you know, Mm -hmm. finding that consistent time, you know. And I think honestly, just daily, you know, I try to do it in my car sometimes, a a quiet, consistent place, you know, and it can be a, it can be a simple prayer, you know. Hey, God, um, I love you, you know. I thank you for a great time um, today at school, and just, I think the more you do it, you know, the more that it comes natural. Um, just like you're not going to talk to your parents. Like the first time you talk to your parents, you're not going to be like, start talking like crazy, you know, like you learn how to talk, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like that's the biggest thing with prayer too, is that like, that's also very difficult. Is that like, there's not really like a correct way to pray. Yeah. But it's kind of a learning experience. Yeah. You kind of learn like what you want to pray and like how you want to pray, you know? Yeah. Because everybody prays differently. Um, I was taught an acts prayer, um, adoration, confession, thank, thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and supplication. And supplication. Yes. Yeah. The adoration, you know, you introduce, like you say who God is, you know, like God the Father, um, the Father, yeah. Lord and Savior, um, provider, yeah. uh, forgiver, or something like that. Yeah. And then you have your confession. You want to confess your sins. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then you have Thanksgiving, things that you're thankful for. Yeah. And then you have your, what is it again? Adoration, confession. What's the S? I forget the S. Thanksgiving, supplication. Supplication, yes. Then the supplication is kind of like what you kind of want to ask for. Yeah. Necessarily, but kind of like your whole purpose of like what you're praying for. Yeah, Definitely. And I think it's important, you know, uh, the Thanksgiving is the most important part, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. Just, like, really being thankful for, you know, I think sometimes prayer, you know, that, you know, um, 
Second Corinthians twelve eight through ten is like almost one of my favorite scriptures. You know, um, yeah, because you know we struggle a lot um, in life. You know, but it's kind of talking about. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Second Corinthians twelve eight through ten um, says that that experience is worth boasting about, but I'm not going to bo- do it. I will boast only about my weakness. If I want to boast, I will do it. I will be no fool in doing so because I will be telling the truth. But I won't do so because I don't want to give it, give my credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear my message. Even though I have received such wonderful revelation from God, so keeping me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me to keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in the weakness. So now I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. Mm. so like the power of christ can work through me you know Mm -hmm. so i think it's important you know to um but the power of christ you know the power of you know not like just be thankful you know and let the Mm -hmm. circumstances that you're going through the bad things you're going through work through you so you can say in james 1 it says consider pure joy my brothers and sisters when you face trials and temptations of many kinds for they will produce faith Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important, you know, it's, or strengthening of faith, it says. But I think it's important to, you know, let those trials, you know, you can pray about them, but when they don't get answered right away, it's you're yeah. getting so much strength from that. Yeah. Um. And like what he, what he said is that you know, like the weakness, yeah. like the weakful, and like the people who are weak, you know, like kind of whenever you're in that weak area, yeah. it's kind of whenever you want to pray, you know. Yeah. There's you're gonna think, oh. God's put me in here. God's put me in this place. God's evil. Yeah. God's evil because he put me in this place. That's when you want to pray. Yeah. That's when you want to pray and need to pray. Because yeah. if you pray about it, pray about your situation, God's going to hear you. you know? Yeah. He's He's going to hear you and he's either going to show you, he's going to show you in a way that you hear it. You know, it may not be tomorrow. It may not be the next day. It may be in within like a couple of years, mm-hmm. but God's going to show you that it was worth it and that he put you through that for a reason. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know. I don't know if I want to pray, honestly, when like things are bad. Mm-hmm. I think like, you know, it's hard to, but I think it's good to, you know. Yeah. Um. That, that, that's just my opinion. You know? But mm-hmm. I think we got some other questions. Um, yeah. So what we're using here is um from the Axis website. It's basically about like it's a website that provides um conversation guides for like teens, yeah. like parents addressing like problems within teens, not necessarily problems, yeah, but like things most teens go through. Yeah. Um, and this one's prayer. It's also completely free. And go check so, it out. Yeah. It's a really helpful guide. Um, yes. we just use these to guide, you know, we're not mm-hmm. like reading off a list, but it's honestly Yeah, kind of just discuss guide our discussion mm-hmm. about so um First of all, you want to ask this question, Tyler? We got number um, one. Yeah. Have you or someone you know ever walked away from God because of an unanswered prayer? Describe what happened. You don't really have to go into that yeah, detail. I don't, I don't know, honestly. Um, I don't know. I definitely like I've I've definitely had it, you know, but I can't um think of a memory off the top of my head that like would describe that, I guess. Um I'm trying to think. I think, yeah, definitely, like, people, you know, have lost faith in God, um, but I can't think of a specific situation, Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I can't think of, like, a specific situation where, like, a prayer has gone, like, an unanswered prayer Mm -hmm. has gone. 
I can think of situations where there's been an answered prayer and it's and like people have come to God. Like yeah. we've seen it in our Bible study a lot. Yeah. A lot with people. Um, they're coming to God because yeah. of an answered prayer. Yeah. Um, but I can't really think of anybody who's gone away because of an unanswered prayer. I mean, I definitely have just a little bit, you know, like um I I would like I it used to pray to God and be like, God, help me stop doing certain sins, you know. Help yeah. me help me fight through this. And then um it just doesn't happen. Yeah. And so I definitely feel like that's kind of one situation that's happened to me. But yeah. it yeah. I definitely think like, you know, there's an action to it, you know, like I pray for certain sins, you know, and then I do them, but that's like mm-hmm. that's my action, you know. That's yeah. like that's I mean, it's my fault, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, I think it's definitely like, you know, reading and getting in the word and not just being like, oh, prayer, check, you know. Yeah. Let's see if God does it. Like, actually, like, just being mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do this, you know, and it's going to be hard, you know. I may mess up, but I'm still going to go back up. And I think that's the most important part. When we mess up, we get back up, you know, and we try again. Um, it's interesting because I was reading this today, you know, it's in uh, Genesis, and it's talking about Jacob, how he is a messed up person but he keeps on going he keeps on pressing and he keeps he'll get knocked down but then he'll come back up you know and i think it's important you know that you know we get back up because the enemy does not want us to get back up but we have to get back up you know so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i i definitely feel that you know yeah um what do we got next what do you think the person in question one needed what would you have helped him or to continue following God. I think, I don't know, I think community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel like if you build up, like, a community yeah. of just, like, you know, these people who love God, you know. Yeah. These people who who are faithful and stuff like that. Um, if you build up that kind of community and have those kinds of friends, like, you're, that's going to help you to continue to follow God. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's just, like, you know, like, you know, I think if I was to, like, you know, Tyler, what what do you think would happen if I walked away from God right now? Like, I think. I feel like I feel like I would definitely pray for you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would definitely pray. <clears throat> pray for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's also another thing you can do in those situations. Is you can pray for the person. Yeah. You can pray for the person. Yeah, but I feel like it was just like, I don't know, I feel like I wouldn't be able to get away from God because I'm so involved in community, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's important, you know, you see Jesus, you know, he went from community to um, quiet time, which is prayer, you know? So he, he did those two things, and I think that's, you know, something that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about soon, but, you know, talk about community um, and how it's so necessary, you know, and prayer is so necessary, having that yeah. quiet time, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's like so cool, you know, to, yeah. So. How do you think we can be honest with God about our desires while still submitting to his will? Hmm. That question's weird. I don't know. Weird. I mean, I I, th- I know what I mean. Is that like, I feel like in that confession piece of the prayer is yeah. how we can still be honest with him. Yeah. Um, With our desires, you know, our sin. Yeah. Our, our unholiness is how we can be honest with him. Um, but also while still praying, we're still yeah. submitting to his will, you know, we're still submitting to him. Uh-huh. Um, that makes a little more yeah, sense. Yeah. I definitely feel like that's how we can be honest is that we can by our confession. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think confession is a big thing, you know, because it's realizing, you know, here, here I am, I, here I am, and here God is, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to confess, you know, um, and say, you know, here I am, here God is, you know. I'm a messed up person in need of a savior, you know. I, I was, uh, me and my girlfriend, you know, we're just talking, and she just, I don't know, she's sad, um, and I was like, you know, we have this weird condition, you know, this really weird condition, you know what it's called? It's called being human. <laughs> yeah so like yeah and that's like we need a god to provide you know i mm-hmm. think that's what what uh what that what did you call what did you just say i totally forgot the oh my uh, the confession confession there yeah it is. confession yeah Con- yeah that that's what that confession is you know just mm-hmm. giving up yourself you know to say here i am here god is you know and i think like i don't know like you know, book of Job, it's crazy, you know, it's, it's cool, you know, God was, he was like, take everything away from me, God, you know, and sure he did, you know, <laughs> so I think yeah. it's just crazy, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. But, you know, I can talk for hours about confession, dude, mm-hmm. because like, just people in general like, yeah. can't admit when they're wrong. I like, can't. I, like, yeah, I know, there's <laughs> some people, there's some people where like, you can admit when you're wrong, Yeah. but like, um sometimes i get angry at like baseball like while i'm playing baseball and stuff sometimes i'll get mad and i'll scream at like my teammates yeah but like i'll go up afterwards and admit that i'm wrong for yelling at you yeah um and yeah i feel like i feel like some people just can't do that they kind of just say yeah like you yelled at them but they don't really say sorry or like say like confess that they that they yelled at them and i feel like that's kind of just what people struggle with is that confession piece yeah Yeah, i think i don't know it's hard you know it's it's really hard to like go up to someone you know i i try my best you know i'm a pretty honest person but sometimes i don't um in certain situations and it's Mm -hmm. super hard to do that you know because it's kind of just putting yourself on the line you know and it's saying you know it's saying you know i i value i value this friendship more than my um ego so I think that's yeah. kind of what that's saying, you know, that yeah. I value this relationship or this, my rudeness to more than myself, which is mm-hmm. pretty selfless and kind of what Jesus would do. Yeah. So we need to kind of say, hey, God, I value me giving up, you know, giving up this ego of myself, you know, yeah. to say. And it's super healthy, too. Even like non-Christians, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah people that do that they, it's healthy to have a counselor you know but mm-hmm. we can be constantly connected with our counselor you know um, yeah various counselor god you know um i think it's important too you know um short prayers and long prayers you know you could you could say you know oh god sorry for this you know um and you could also say you could go on about like two or three hours you know about mm-hmm. just like praying and confessing you know yeah but, i yeah. don't i don't think i've ever prayed for that long before i yeah. think my longest prayer was probably about half an hour and yeah. that's because I kept falling asleep, like, sometimes <laughs> in between it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't feel like prayer has to be this big old long thing yeah. where you spend, like, hours upon hours mm-hmm. of just talking. I feel like it can be short. And I feel that's how people should start out. Yeah. That, you know, you start out with your short prayers. You know, yeah. you say, dear God, I'm sorry for my sins. Yeah. Thank you for this day Mm -hmm. and i pray that i continue to believe in you and to help other people yeah amen that's yeah 
that's all you kind of have to just say uh-huh. that's that's how you start yeah. you you want to start with that and then as you go on you want to build build that relationship definitely build that relationship with god so we're gonna go out with one last question so what was your first experience in prayer oh um like as you grew up i know mine but like like my prayer my prayer has kind of changed like throughout the years you know like way back when i used to just be like you know just in church kind of just yeah off the side kind of just praying with the pastor and that was like my initial praying with the homie yeah praying with the pastor (laughs) and with the homie um and then as i grew older and like progressed in my faith and like grew with god yeah um my prayers kind of came more became more advanced and stuff so yeah that was kind of my first my experience yeah what about you like i don't know we're a big dinner table prayer family you know pray before every mm-hmm. meal so that's kind of like my first experience you know it's kind of like a pattern which was good you know to you know experience that at first but yeah um that was kind of just like it you know um tell us about your prayer stories i guess yeah <laughs> um well on that note let's let's end with prayer i can yeah. pray i can pray i don't usually volunteer to pray but let's I do can. it all right um dear god um we thank you for this opportunity to come on here and speak about prayer you know for your words to flow through us you know lord um we also thank you for today and thank you for having us here and being able to be here lord um but we do just pray that we continue to love you and continue to follow you as we get as we continue in our faith yeah lord um and i pray that this podcast finds people lord Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's all we got in your son's name. We pray. Amen. 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 Yeah. Just let us know guys. Um, let us know if you have any questions, send the questions to the email. Um, there should be an email in our little bio. Yes. Yes. But we want to answer those questions. We're going to do like a, every like five podcasts we're going to do, if we get enough questions, we're going to do like a little questionnaire thing, you know, and answer a bunch of questions. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, also follow the Instagram, um, tell people about the podcast and yeah. Yeah, just spread God's love. Go out there and be some comfy Christians or not. Yeah. We'll see you guys. Have a good day.